Hi folks, before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to let you know some of the content on this podcast may not be suitable for some audiences. It's all in good fun, but we just wanted to let you know. So enjoy, have a great time, and on with the show. Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. Uh, welcome, it's a... <laughs> great start to the podcast. Now this is a request. Uh, I don't have the email. Uh, <laughs> someone asked us to put this on. I don't know. Who. Uh, Thanks for the suggestion. <laughs> and there were uh, several people that may or may not be dead at this point because they there was not a lot of movement in their bodies. I can't name them all. I don't okay. want to name. All right. Why not, eh? Why not, eh? Why not, eh? Why not, eh? And when like, you say met one of the guys you're with, you mean woke up next yes. to one. I poked him and said, let's go check out. <laughs> Did the reach around. Nothing. Ooh, sounds like LA's going good for you. And then you went to the Dodger game. Yeah. How the Dodger dogs sit in Dodger dogs are so good. And you have one and you're like, I shouldn't have another one. I have the second Dodger dog. Then I got some nachos with oh. the plastic <laughs> cheese and the jalapenos. Drop a beer on top of that. Two of them. I so much. And it was like a black dormant volcano. Like uh, the Raiders home jerseys. Is that bad? He had a big poop. You're listening to the Jay and Dan podcast. Leg. Showing some leg here. Yeah. You don't have to Show pull me this more. Up. This is the Jay and Dan podcast. We are uh, an episode closer to syndication, episode 67. Once we get to 100, we can retire. Woohoo! Finally, we've been working hard down here. Apparently, we have to do some sort of pre tape today we weren't told about. <laughs> Bunch of <laughs> bull. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, guys, can we get you to do this and that and this and that? Pay us then. Oh, you have a radio hit tonight, too, by the way. Just a reminder. Mm. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Uh, We have a very special guest today. Chris Jericho, wrestling legend, Canadian. He's going on the Canadian Wall of Fame. Uh, I don't know how he's going to feel about his picture here, though. It's pretty classic. He looks like Reese Witherspoon in this picture. <laughs> hey, who's that good-looking guy? That's a that's an old pick of Chris. Uh, he just recently announced, Dan, that he's returning to the WWE. Maybe really? we can talk to him about that. Yeah, yeah. we're going to talk to him. Um, yeah. I also got a great uh, text from my brother this week. Uh, you'll enjoy this. Um, he says, uh, guy came to clean the windows at Pat's today. Pat is his, uh, is his boss. Told me he got a two-word text from his buddy, and he giggled for half an hour. That text? Ice tits. Yeah. <laughs> Breasts. Uh, oh, hey, there's Aaliyah Jasmine. And uh, Mike, I believe Aaliyah Jasmine sent out a, a tweet involving uh, the Ice Tits girls. Yeah, it said, ladies, the LA Kings are looking for new ice girls. If you can skate, contact Bailey, LA Kings, for audition details. If you could skate and you have tits. The answer is breasts, by the way. Like Mike, big ones. Mike, can you say contact again? Contact? No. Well, what? you say tech. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. We're going to have to work. bleep that. Breasts. Tech. Tech. That's be like a, a, a company that makes <laughs> act. <laughs> or or does research about the technology that goes into the making of Wow. It's a lot of beeps so far. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's gonna understand any of that. 
What a great sponsor, though. That would be a good sponsor. sponsor. Speaking of sponsors, Dan, what's this uh, one here? This uh, body glide uh, email we got. Yeah, we got uh, an email from Rod Franzen. I've always, I'm always hearing about you with your gold bond medicated powder (laughs) and the best way to apply it. (laughs) I have a solution to your problems and perhaps a possible sponsorship. Body glide. This is an unbelievable product. It looks like a deodorant stick applies the same way. I run marathons and triathlons and work long days in the Okanagan summers, and this product is a lifesaver. Got it. I've told many a friend about it. An old-timey? I've told many a friend. (laughs) Better than after trying it once, they've tossed out their baby powder or gold bond or Vaseline or whatever (laughs) inferior product they were using. I'm telling you, this is worth its weight in gold. Try it, try it, try it, all in caps. All right. I give up. Love the podcast. After you try this product and fall madly in love with it, I know you will contact me to insist on purchasing me a fine cold malty beverage the next time you're in Kelowna to visit your parents. That's enough from that guy. (laughs) And then he ended with Katie Nolan. Katie Nolan. Okay, so uh, the makers of Body Glide, we're all ready to get Body Glided up. 100%. We'll... uh... We'll definitely uh, allow you to sponsor this podcast because a lot of people are lining up right now, so you have to get in line. Some people just use Vaseline between the ass cheeks. The juicy man. <laughs> really? Well, that's what he said. Some people use Vaseline. Seems there'd be. Wait, isn't that? Wouldn't that have the opposite effect you would want it to? Because it'd be more rubbing. Yeah, and chafing. Classic Maybe? Jay and Dan. I know Mike uses it when he wants to get hit up on the backside. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. and it, it doesn't chafe actually. When you get hit up in the backside? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's very weird. Jim coming in hot. My favorite thing yeah. about the podcast now is when Jim randomly just destroys Mike with some, some, some random nonsense. Comment, yeah. Some yeah. non sequitur. <laughs> hey, uh, Toolsy, we were on. Uh, That's because I know he can take it. Oh, yeah. In more yeah. ways than yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, big time. He can take a. a, a <laughs> thanks to all that Vaseline, and he can take. The criticism. How do you think I got the job? Is <laughs> the first five minutes even arable? Yes. This even is arable. The, this is the best five know. minutes we've ever done. <laughs> it just gets better and better and better. Hey, we were just on uh, the Kevin and Bean show. Uh, K-Rock. Now, if, you, if you don't know, the Kevin Bean show, the, the biggest morning radio show in Los Angeles, basically. Yeah. A lot of people listen. I We've been on this show for two years. I heard more from people that... We were on the radio show than a TV show since since we've been here. It's so. like uh, uh, Jimmy Kimmel started on that show, right? Corolla. And Adam yeah. Corolla. And uh, didn't Carson Daly start? I don't know if it was that show, but that station, I yeah. think. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, huge. Though, as as uh, I was talking to Schrager about this, it you know, no matter how big a radio station is, the actual studios are like a f- <laughs> dump. <laughs> They're like a, a community college dorm room. Yeah. They're all like we we went into this kind of sketchy area of town. You saw a hooker on the way there. I did. Uh, and it was six in the morning, so you know that kind of hooker, right? That's that's crack hooker action. That's your bargain hooker. That's bargain hooker. Six in the morning, you're you're jonesing for a blowjob. Ooh, oh, I see things aren't going well in L.A. for you. So we pull into the studio. Boy, nice people though. And uh, Toolsy, my favorite part though, we talked about. Uh, it was Monday, so we talked about the Pacquiao Mayweather fight garbage. We talked about the Kentucky Derby. We talked about, uh, well, everything. Clippers, Spurs, Game 7. Awesome. But uh, my favorite part was that Kevin, of Kevin and Bean fame, called you out on your storytelling. And I think we have a couple of clips. 
away for $10 a day. <laughs> um, quick analysis on the Ducks. Obviously, they they seem to be dominating so far, including last night's Corey game. Corey Perry, is yes. uh, he and I share the same hometown of Peterborough, Ontario. That is not an interesting story. No. <laughs> throw that in there. I'm going to show myself Any that. story. I'm going to show Any myself story that. with Corey Perry yeah, what, you know, know, Most radio hosts would be like, oh, really? Okay. He's, he didn't take that. No, he wasn't having it. He was having no part of it. And then later, uh, you tried to make some sort of SARS stock reference, a, a concert that no one in L.A. would have ever heard of or cared about. But I, I was telling everyone how um, how the Saturday night shaped up for me with the, with the Game 7. That Clippers game was awesome, and then that Pacquiao fight, and I, I tried to use an analogy. Killing on the team. Yeah. Wow. I know. Okay. Yeah, you- you're right, Beaner. I'd be excited, too. But that I'd- Game 7, though, that blew the fight out of the water, and I've experienced a, a, a high and then a letdown like that before. It's SARS stock. Remember when the with the big SARS scare up in uh, Canada? Uh, yes. ACDC uh, was uh, playing before the Rolling Stones. So ACDC came out, blew the Rolling Stones out of the water. And that's what happened. Game 7 blew the fight out of the water. Okay. So I've, so I've wh- been there before. So what does that mean? <laughs> Kevin, I'm really, glad, I'm really glad that you are understanding what I've dealt with for the last 10 years as a broadcast. Does he always speak yes, nonsense? random non sequiturs that really don't relate to the Corey story Perry that we've been talking from about. The same Corey Perry from the same hometown. So Peterborough, Ontario. So if you were to talk to any of the rest of us, you would say about the Clippers... It was a great game. All Seven. Right. <laughs> Steve so have- listening to that, and then I was watching, uh, I've been watching a lot of David Letterman because it's his last uh, few shows. Yep. I've turned into Paul Schaefer. Yeah, you are a bit like Schaefer that way. <laughs> just- Schaefer will just say random <laughs> all the time. That is actually true. You're very Schaefer. Well, hey, do we have Schaefer on the wall? Yeah. Where? Where? Uh, real up top next to Keanu. Uh, Upper right. Up over Dan. Oh, yeah, there he is. Oh, there he is. And the young yeah, Rachel So these yeah. two connected uh, Martin Short and Paul Schaefer because uh, Martin Short had his last oh, David Letterman appearance. So funny. And so uh, funny. Martin Short was bringing out Kojak references <laughs> for Paul Schaefer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very current for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that uh, I think we'll be invited back any day now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're going to be the regular sports guys. Though the funny thing was people were tweeting us and saying, uh, bring back uh, Jay and the guy with the bad stories. So <laughs> Who knows? Maybe we, that, that'll be our thing. Maybe that'll be our, our shtick. That'll be us. Oh, uh, and by the way, you heard me call uh, Bean Beaner because we were trying to explain how that would be his hockey player nickname. Yeah. And then as I was leaving, one of the uh, producers, who's a Mexican-American, explained to me that that is a derogatory <laughs> term toward Mexican-Americans. But and Bean's I was repeating not, it over and over and but over But Bean's not Mexican. So it was... No, no. He said in the context I was using it, it wasn't, it wasn't derogatory. But I should probably not use that around <laughs> the city of Los Angeles. <laughs> Maybe not the best place to use a derogatory term. Toward Mexican people, but again, I think it went really well. It went really well. It was great. I actually, they were great. And then, are we allowed to reveal the secret of Kevin and Bean? Mm, I think it. No, everyone knows about this. It's not really a secret. This whole thing about how Bean is actually in Seattle. Yeah, yeah. I think they know that. Everyone knows this. Well, but, I don't know if everybody does, but they've made it known. Right, right. They're not hiding anything. Yeah, and yeah. you would never know listening to them. So just to explain, uh, Kevin is obviously in this community college studio, and then Bean is at his house in Seattle, 
And they do this morning radio show in Los Angeles. Now, I realize the technology is there. What I was amazed at is that listening to the radio show on the way to the interview, you would never, ever know that they were in a different, they weren't in the same room together. And the fact that they don't jump all over each other and constantly. There, and there's not a video feed. You can't see him. So right. he's having a conversation with you and you're like, what? Yeah, it's like God. It's like, God? <laughs> Beater? <laughs> anyway, we had a terrific time. I had, had a great email here. Uh, this one made my day from uh, Douglas Scarpa. Uh, hey, Jay and Dan, I'm an American that's been watching the pod since the beginning, and your frequent conversations about ketchup chips had me intrigued. My brother ordered a bag of ketchup chips online as a birthday gift for me. I tried them, and I got to say, ketchup chips are f- great. Thanks, Canada. And then we I got can't one. believe I get to eat like this every day. <laughs> and then we got one from Steve Lee. Hey, Jay and Dan, I completed the Vancouver 10K Sun Run a couple of weeks ago. What helped me get through my listening to what helped me get through was listening to your podcast as I ran my 10K. Your humor definitely made the 10K go by quick. It's good that your podcast is one hour long. I'll need a longer podcast for next year's half marathon. Thanks, Steve Lee. Uh, if you want to send us your emails, we love getting them. Just visit jayanddan.com and you can send us uh, an email there or visit us on Twitter at uh, at uh, the Jay and Dan pod. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you had to look uh, for that one. Uh, I've been off the Yerba Mate for a week. This yeah. is going to be my first one. I'm going to be flying. Yeah, you're going to be <laughs> you're gonna be bouncing off the walls now, Tulsi. Hey, Engineer Jim. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like you're going down on that grapefruit. <laughs> I needed that. Are you I was okay? Jones. I was jonesing. Wow. Do you have wow. a boner now? Wow. 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 <laughs> well, speaking of boners, wasn't it revealed this week that Manny Ramirez used to prank the Red Sox by putting Viagra in their drinks? I didn't hear that. That yeah. sounds intriguing. Yeah. Sporting wood during a game. That actually is an amazing prank. Wow. <laughs> How do you slide? Like a head first slide. Mike. Wow. Good one, Mike. Good one. Yep. Yeah. I'm not just only, a butt up joke. Not only here, took not you just, two years. Not just here for your life. I've had one before. <laughs> you, you guys didn't even laugh. You're just like, oh, good job, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> no, I thought it was tough. good. It's tough. Yeah. It's like your disappointing child finally passing Jim. Hey, um, can we get to my uh, <laughs> VHS archives? Sure. Uh, no, Patrick doesn't. Okay. Have why, why would you? But why wouldn't you ask him before? Because the it's on the list. Oh, so is it's it? It's on the list of the rundown. Oh yeah, right. it is there. The yeah. bottom. <laughs> Mike, well, you shouldn't put it there at all. Mike, don't put things that you don't have here. How about the Hamburglar, huh? Yeah, let's talk about the new Hamburglar. Um, we have the origin <laughs> okay. of the original Hamburglar. I think we have that. Um, we've dis- we've yeah. discussed this before. I'm always baffled that yeah. McDonald's cast their characters to the side. Grimace, uh, Hamburglar, Mayor McCheese. Yes. And- uh, be- be- Birdie or whatever. Birdie the early bird. Um, Ronald, of course. You barely see Ronald anymore. But they so, brought the Hamburglar back. But what they've done... Okay, well, let's... So this is the origin of the original Hamburglar. I think that's what we're seeing here. Okay, and listening to in McDonald land a long time back, a stranger showed up dressed all in black. Rubble, rubble. <laughs> he followed Ronald and Grimace that day and tried to take their burgers away. Rubble. But he couldn't have them. So he just grabbed them. Uh-oh. Who's that? The Hamburglar. Ooh. Bye-bye. Oh, stop this Hamburglar guy. <laughs> and that's how Hamburglar got his stripes. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> nice suit. 
Okay, can I point out something? Yes, we here? know why they got rid of that commercial. <laughs> Dora the Explorer completely copied that with Swiper. Because Swiper is essentially the Hamburglar. Yes. Wow. So um, Dora <laughs> franchise, sure kid? the Dora franchise owes McDonald's money. Because <laughs> Swiper. Didn't you learn anything from Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be over here. Uh, Wait, wait till he finishes that can. He's right. He hasn't had any earbuds. You're going to uh, you're going to Manitoba this weekend. That's where Chris Jericho's from. But aren't we getting to the new Hamburglar? Oh yeah. So the new- <laughs> now I'm like Jules. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So what's the uh, new Hamburglar? What's the deal with him? Am I supposed to know that? You said they brought uh, him back. Yeah, they just did. McDonald's. Oh, yeah. picture. McDonald. He lives in the suburbs now. Yeah. So they brought him back, and he's like a human. He's a suburban dad. There he is, right there. What a creep. Yeah. He just looks like a. He looks like Johnny Depp uh, as Zorro. Wearing a leather jacket. And can I point out something? He's wearing his tie the way Tom Brady wore his tie at the Kentucky Derby. So he's he's loaded. So what you're saying is the Hamburglar is loaded. He's drunk. So they were like, what? We want to bring this iconic character back. How should we present it to the world? How about a drunk, depressed suburban dad? That'll do it. And, and so what does he do as a suburban dad? Just goes to houses and steals people's bergs? <laughs> yes, he steals them from the backyards now. He's hopping fences getting those bergs. Andrew Hammond um, wondered if they brought him back because of the Hamburglar, the Ottawa Senators goalie. Really? He said that? He's tweeted he tweeted out. He said, I wonder where they got that idea. But they actually, the McDonald's spokesperson said, yes, we, we love his exploits on the ice, but that's not the reason we brought him back. I love how he felt the need to respond to Andrew Hammond about that. Um, Andrew Hammond has free McDonald's for life. How He's got fat a gold is card. he going to be? Um, know who has a gold card to a, a chain restaurant as well? Jay Glazer has a gold card to Subway. What? Yeah. Oh, you asked him about it. Oh, of course. I, I love those questions. <laughs> if you're a spokesperson, that's my first question. Do you get their product for free? <laughs> he never eats there. He's too... He, just like uh, we asked Brad Kozlowski, uh, Miller Lite. He says, yeah, if I'm having a party, they just back the truck up. Boom. That's your dream. Yeah, back the truck up. So wait till, uh, what is it again? Body Glide. Wait till they start <laughs> sponsoring us. Just just smother your house with Body Glide. I'm just going to put it on from head to toe. And you'll have a party with guys, new sponsor. Come over to my house party. Everyone gets Body I'm going to be like Roger Clemens before his starts. He put uh, Tiger Bomb over every inch of his body. And including his nuts. He did. Yeah. It gets that tingle. Just get going. That's what probably what you should be doing instead of drinking your Bamate. Oh. Smother yourself in tiger blood. <laughs> I'm feeling it. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, wow. You're already feeling it? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like you get off drugs for a little while and then you get back on drugs like I am now. And you, <laughs> it feels better. One of the, uh, the best uh, segments of the podcast as of uh, recently is the Six Degrees of Engineer Gym. It, yeah. it is a hit among the, uh, the younger generation, the older generation, any generation. You know, can I ask you, Jim, before we get to it, did you watch the Nirvana montage of Heck Doc on HBO? No, I, I haven't seen it yet. I want to see it. Uh, I have uh, DVR'd it, but have not seen okay, it. Okay, so we'll save that for another time. So who's, who's uh, uh, It's this- hard for me to concentrate because I just keep visualizing that Hamburglar dude nailing the Wendy's chick. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah, just crushing it. Yeah. 
taking those pigtails and using them for leverage. Yeah. So they'd have it a fast. Will, they'd have the a merger. fast food baby. Yeah. It'll be and they'd start their own chain. Yeah. Yes. Start their own chain. Carl's Jr. <laughs> Name the kid Carl. <laughs> okay, so this was um, Carl. This was a suggestion from uh, a listener, Katie. She said, "If we got this on the podcast, then her husband has to buy her tickets to this person's concert." This one's a bit uh, at a left field, so I don't know if we're going to get a connection here. Katie suggests for Six Degrees of Engineer Jim, Taylor Swift. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Whoa. We not yeah. Ex- we did not expect that. F- right. Yes. <laughs> uh, she has a song and is friends with Tim McGraw. Oh, okay. I didn't know this. Because she was a country singer. Yes. Now she's a yes. pop star. Yes. I did uh, a fundraising concert with Tim McGraw in Austin, Texas, as part of the rap party for Friday Night Lights, the movie. What? That would have been a wow. good time. Yeah, it was, I would like that. It was that. great. Yeah. It was great. And uh, so my connection, one degree to Tim, two degrees to Taylor, Taylor. I guess. Swifty. Yeah. That Tim falls McGraw. within the parameters. Not bad, my friend. Um, Not bad. Tim McGraw, speaking of the hamburger, he needs to eat some burgers. Yeah, he's, he's too thin right he's now. He's got to eat something. Yeah, yeah, he's been he's been torn for a while. The guy's in wicked shape. But he got yeah. off the booze because he'd say he'd uh, he'd have a few beers before a concert, then a yeah. few beers after, and you'd do that for ten years, and you're, you're yeah. Good. He so, works out religiously. The guy's in wicked shape. Good actor too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that means that good Katie, Katie's gets, going to Taylor Swift. Gets to go to Taylor Swift. Her husband promised. So. <laughs> Katie, maybe send us a picture of you guys at the Taylor Swift show with a sad face on your husband or something. <laughs> and like he, that. he was great in Friday Night Lights. Yeah. I thought, I thought he was great. And he was in uh, The Blind Side? Yeah, he was great in that, too. Yeah, he was yeah. in that movie. Yeah. I tried to watch Friday Night Lights. I made it five minutes in. Can't do it. The TV show or the yep, movie? The the TV show. Yeah, I never uh, watched it. Uh, Here's the reason It's a why. good show. It's a good show. So they have all these kids going out to practice, mm-hmm, and they're being mm-hmm. interviewed on the first day of practice. Yep. And the one guy's just finished partying, so he sits down for his interview, and the interviewer says to him, do I smell beer? Yeah. Well, hey, no, this is never serious. Gonna, it's never going to happen. This An is serious. never going to say that. Come on. This is small town Texas. Everybody's watching you. No. So I popped that, was that, the end of that. Popped that out of the VCR. I have to admit. I'm with you, Dan. Okay, I have to admit, in the, and I'm not really spoiling that much here, I hope, but in the very first episode, the star quarterback Suffers an injury and is in a wheelchair, right? Do we know that? Isn't that what happens to him? I think. No one's watching. Okay, nobody cares. The point is, <laughs> so then, so then, the quarterback's best friend and the quarterback's girlfriend are like sad because he's he's in the hospital and he's like going to be paralyzed and will never be able to play football again. So how do they console each other? By f- they f- each other like in the first episode while the quarterback's like in a. Hospital Come bed. On, it'll be fine. Do they do it? They next continue to, him? to do it. No, not next to. They're not like ah, oh. oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry <laughs> about your gibbled legs. I'm oh, coming, baby. But your girlfriend is really nice. No, but I was like, what? 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 So then that's why. There's another reason not to watch it. Yeah. So reasons not to watch Friday Night Live. <laughs> I give up on the Jay and Dan podcast. <laughs> Uh, by the way, that's what the fundraising concert was for, was to raise uh, money for uh, 
high school sports athletes who were paralyzed. Now I feel terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I feel bad about it, but I mean, it was a show. <laughs> it was a show. That was a show you were talking about. I know. Now I feel bad, but seriously, you're banging your buddy's girlfriend. Well, he's in the hospital. He's paralyzed. It's not right. <laughs> On the bedpan. Now the next one for. <laughs> oh yeah, this is a, this one. I if he if he has a connection to this one, I be... sadly don't know who that is. Oh come I on! I don't really know anything about her. You but... know all the bands. Okay. No. Say I wish we could play their music. So uh, next, in the, if you don't know the rules of Six Degrees of Engineer Jim, he just finds a connection to these artists. We don't know if he has a connection or not, so you just hit Taylor Swift. Molly, Molly Hatchet? Hatchet? Molly Hatchet? You don't know who she is? I don't. <laughs> I don't it's not a she. It's yeah, they're it's they're band? like an amazing southern rock band. What's what's their hit? They're like Flirting uh, with Disaster. Right? Yeah, Flirting with yeah. Disaster. It's They're like Leonard Skinner. You guys heard of the Outlaws, right? The Outlaws, Greengrass and High Tides. Maybe we weren't paying attention then. Uh, who wrote this down here, Mike? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh. So, do you have a there, question? Mike's getting fired. Molly Hatchet. Molly Hatchet. Molly Hatchet. All right. We're so, going to get so many tweets. I can't believe you guys don't know about it. They're, they're awesome. They're well worth checking out and listening. Spotify. They're, they're really great. Jump band. it on great Spotify. Okay, great so, Southern rock band. So, you do have uh, I have seen them in concert. Now, I think I have a connection. I think. Boom. Uh, as a matter of fact, Mike Klink, who produced the Guns N' Roses stuff, I believe Mike was an engineer on one of their records. And I know, like, uh, the Outlaws, he was an engineer on uh, some of their stuff. Boy, we, I we also, really All right. <clears throat> now, I could be wrong because I don't know that much about it, but may, Mac, you might know. Uh, <clears throat> the singer from 38 Special... Uh, was I think Donnie Van Zant, Ronnie Van Zant, the singer from Leonard Skinner who died in the plane crash, his brother. Uh, I didn't he's, even know that. He's okay. He's now the singer in Leonard Skinner. One of the original guitar players from Skinner is a guy named Ricky Medlock. He went on to form a band called Blackfoot. You guys ever hear of Blackfoot? I, I know it's like it's a street in Calgary. Okay, <laughs> another great. Classic Southern rock band from back there in the 70s. In any event, I believe Ricky and Donnie had something somewhere to do with Molly Hatchet. And I've worked okay, with okay. Ricky before. Okay. So, Mike, where right. did that suggestion come from? I was thinking Leonard Skinner, but I think we already did that. How so about we similar. come up with a suggestion? Yeah, Whoa, Toolsy's sure. not so, happy right I'm now. Kidding, I'm kidding. You know what? I, so wanted I, to, I thought it was a good you one. You guys really, though, if, 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 for, I honestly, for the listeners, if you guys have never listened to Molly Hatchet, check them out. They're great. So one, great I looked up their, uh, their song list here. One of their songs is called The Creeper, and another one is Respect Me in the Morning. That's I, all we can I'll ask for, right? never respect you in the morning. Flirting with Disaster. I know that song. Great song. That's now, their big hit, right? Thanks a lot, Mike. Yeah, flirting. Dan's very upset right now. Respect well, Me in the Morning is a <laughs> quote that Mike says to me quite often. <laughs> now, actually, Jim, another thing I wanted to bring up with you, Slash was on CBS this morning, and they asked him the inevitable, would Guns N' Roses ever get together again? And I expect him to say, no, there's no chance. And he said, never say never, a la Justin Bieber. <laughs> Yeah. So that's never cool. Never say never. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's better than him saying f no. 
Yeah, of course it's better than that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's so yeah. maybe a little maybe a little sunlight peeking through maybe. the clouds. Maybe. That would maybe. be rad. I, I know everybody would love to see that. It'd yeah. be great. Yeah. yeah. The the real group. And we have time yeah. before our, our guest Chris Jericho gets here uh, to dive back into the um the foundfootagefest.com. Oh, the video mother load. Yeah, let's do that. These are videos that uh, we. (laughs) My favorite thing is when Dan brings something up, and then Patrick and Mike look at each other like, "Where is? I don't know where this is." So Mike, oh, look at the pits on Mike. Whoa, Mike, Mike, Mike! Whoa, you're sweating up a storm. You okay? Shirt's a little tight, guys. Oh, uh, we found. (laughs) (laughs) I think Mike needs some body glider. Is that? Oh yeah, that'd be great this week. Yeah, body glide. So, Mike, okay, Mike just for time. next week, again, I'm not being hard on you. But just if something's on the list, make sure no, Patrick I, knows. I think it's good, though, that he stumped us with the Molly Hatchet. Yeah, yeah. I thought fun. that was a good call. That's yeah. fun. Everyone yeah. always thinks we're hard on Mike, but we aren't. If we didn't like him, we wouldn't even say anything. No, we'd be worse. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think was, that's been established by now. I, I no, saw Molly Hatchet with Kansas at the Boston Guard and 38 Special. It was an awesome show. Mm, little, I think Mac was dust with, in the we, wind. We, we were there, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now, what, what do we have here? What's this? Let's take a peek. From we the video We have no yeah, idea. Okay. Special delivery. Hi, my name is Catherine Lord. And I want to welcome you to the wonderful world of puppies. In this video, we're going to help you understand what's involved in having a litter. By now, you should know your bitch is pregnant. Yeah. Sometimes a bitch will come earlier, sometimes a few days later. Milk aid helps aid the bitch. Watch your bitch. What is normal for your bitch? The delivery has begun. The bitch is into heavy labor. Comforting the bitch. You could learn you something because you're about to have a baby. That's true. If your bitch lets out. Go just oh! Like it's graphic. Oh, my God. God. Breeders always say, call your vet when the bitch has had contractions for a long time. The bitch should be examined to make sure that all the nipples are okay. If a bitch vomits, the bitch may be in difficulty. Small bitch. The bitch, the bitch, and the bitch, the bitch, the bitch, 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 bitches. Every bitch should be checked for brucellosis. Why is it important that a bitch not be overweight? Overweight weight bitches, an overweight bitch, fat bitch, a bitch. You should exercise the bitch. Approximately how long can a bitch go? A lot depends on the bitch. The bitch, the bitch. The bitch, that bitch, the bitch, bitch, the bitch is just very, very nervous. Milk the bitch, calm the bitch down. And try to milk the bitch like a cow. That can't be real. That's real. Wow, that was cold. Found footage coming through big Patrick, time. Patrick, you're week. calling bull. Calling on this entire site. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. But those people don't look like yeah. they would be fooling with us. And that doesn't look new. Like it doesn't even look like something new that's made to look old. You're still not buying not it buying because it. Patrick's been raised to be skeptical about everything. But also, he's Patrick's in a mood today, so. Patrick, talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick's in a mood. Botticello's sweating like head striker in an airplane. Just, I never let him see me sweat. <laughs> never, <laughs> that? That? never let him see me sweat. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're going to. So, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just still thinking about the pits here. Look at that. Yeah. David Featherstone's getting a close-up. <laughs> you should not wear shirts that tight. That yeah. is not good. Bad day for it, huh? <laughs> He's trying to be sexy Mike all sexying it up. And it's not even hot in L.A. It's cold. Yeah. Well, not cold. 
cold for us. Cold for us. It's cooled off. Yeah, I, I gotta watch. The winter what I storm. Say. I gotta watch what I say. <laughs> um, so we're gonna call up uh, Jeremy Taggart now. And uh, oh, Jeremy Taggart! They just had their live event in Toronto. This and is it what was we got. A, it was a smashing success. We gotta talk to him about this, Toolsy. This is huge. He, they did the uh, the live event at the Rivoli, the world famous Rivoli, where the kids in the hall were discovered. And uh, yeah, this is just I think going to be the first of many live events for the Taggart and Torrance podcast, which leads us to ask: When is the Jay and Dan podcast going on the road? And the answer is, <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> that was very <laughs> underwhelming. I wish. I wish. All right, how you doing? <laughs> By the way, Featherstone, <laughs> Featherstone wearing a root shirt. Yeah, where where'd you? Uh, beautiful British Columbia. Beautiful. Oh, you got in BC. Very cool. Very cool. Roots. If you get any right. roots well, products, the they last forever. Yeah. Well, there's a roots store in, in Venice. In Beverly yeah. Hills. Well. Yeah. Is there one in Beverly Hills? Yeah. yeah. They've got stores here. So. Absolutely. So, Jeremy Taggart, next time you're down here in uh, in L.A., we could all go to Roots and pick up some clothes that we could buy in Toronto anyway. Roots? We get some clothes there? <laughs> the guys that... with the big eyebrows? Yeah, I was just going to say, right. that guy is the scariest <laughs> eyebrows on earth, the owner of Roots. I don't know if he still owns it. I saw that kind of raging at, a, at an airport person over the counter once at no. an airport, airport. Didn't get the upgrade he wanted? No, he was mad that the flight wasn't there yet, and then like the person behind the counter could do anything about it, but they were gonna have to deal with it. Patrick, can you call up the Roots founder? I can't remember his name, but these they, eyebrows must eyebrows be seen. Eyebrows losing it. Eyebrows Roots is McGee. one of those companies where, hats off to them, they've never sold out to like a a, a big conglomerate. Yeah. Did you say eyebrows off to them? <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, we were just mentioning how you had your live event in Toronto and a smashing it was, success. It was uh, unbelievable. <laughs> it was so much fun. Uh, it was packed to the rafters, and uh, we uh, we had a great time. It was really fun. We're going to uh, put it out as a uh, as a podcast, the number 39. Hopefully have that out by the end of the weekend. So, yeah, it was a blast. So now how did it work, Jeremy? Did you guys have uh, guests come in, or did you, did you and, and, uh, and Jonathan just sort of do it yourselves or what what was the well, format we just, yeah we kind of just uh we kind of did some of the fun funner games more fun games from the show like we played hit the post and poem saying and uh we did some characters we had the flatliners which are a great uh canadian band they played uh, an all canadian set they did some sloan tunes and then Ooh, we did a cover yeah. of uh head by a century with j-rock that when he does uh his amazing uh, rap about how he gets high with aliens from space. And, uh, I love that version. It's unreal. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty pretty classic. Uh, it was a good time. We we uh, we had a great night. People were laughing, and uh, hopefully you guys can check it out on the uh, potty on iTunes at the end of the week. And Jeremy, you even brought the drums. I did. I did. I, I got back there and I laid it down, and uh, <laughs> we had some fun, boys. Um, so can you see yourself, can you, you guys doing a few more of these, maybe yes, taking this, the show on the road? Yes, this definitely proves that there's, uh, there's a, a, some demand and we're going to probably roll into, uh, a, a fall, uh, tour and try and get everywhere. And, and in Canada, we're also, uh, going to be, uh, hosting some, some events this summer as well. So, uh, we'll let you know about that as they come. Sounds good. We'll keep the, uh, listeners here posted. Now, well. speaking oh, yeah. of... Your big theme is Canadianity. Yes. And did you have the tickle trunk on stage? Did the CBC Museum give you the tickle trunk? No, but uh, I, I like that idea of actually, you said uh, 
having Ernie Coombs skeleton. Right. The corpse. We could pull that off. Wouldn't that be fantastic? The corpse of Ernie Coombs, like Weekend at Bernie's. And then, okay, we, we pass around the femur. Right, right. Yeah. And then uh, Jonathan dresses as Casey and you dress as Finnegan. And, uh, and, and then you guys skull f*** him. Holy boat! Whoa! <laughs> no, for this revenge! Right off the rail! That's revenge! Wow! Yeah. That was like some, uh, some Brian Burke style right there. 18 wheeler. Uh, learning from the best. <laughs> uh, the big question I have about the event, though so you, you got a room full of people all ready for a good time, all laughing. Did half the room, at least, maybe if all the room, did they all get shattered? Oh, yeah. Everybody was well banged up. Love that. Sure. <laughs> See, yeah, that's that why. Kind you... of a, it had a feel of just like. Uh, conversation a few li- just not uh, unlike if you guys did a live show i'm sure you would just have a great time people were you know shouting out their favorite phrases like yeah uh, you know they were throwing out all kinds of lines and uh, asking for uh for requests like uh, uh, uh jonathan does this character called salvador who's a touchy-feely spanish guy who was kicked out of spain because <laughs> he's too touchy-feely <laughs> and uh, he did a, a great rendition of uh of of poems saying I think he I think he did stay by Lisa Loeb. Oh, oh. <laughs> I love it. I love that video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and Jeremy that'll be on uh you're going to do the entire live show as a podcast you said. Yes. Episode 39 will be the live Rivoli show and it'll be hopefully out uh, Tim Oxford will be editing that together this weekend. So Okay, yeah. Jeremy, uh, look for that, and you've got clips right now on your website as well, right? Yeah, there's a few clips on taggartandtorrents.ca of some of the bits that we did, and, uh, and uh, hopefully you get a little taste of the, of the flair. And, and when we go on tour, we want you along with us as well, and we want you to bring the drums. Well, we just proved that there's, there's a demand for this kind of stuff, and imagine if we both crushed the country oh, together. Wouldn't That'd that be, be awesome. fantastic? Yeah, so we'll start at the liquor dome. Yes, you know what? We'll we'll do the inroads. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, and yeah. Next year we'll do it all together. I love awesome. that idea. All thanks right, buddy. for paving the way for us, Jeremy. And uh, yes. thanks as always for coming on. Love you, boys. See you, buddy. That's Bye. Canadian rock legend Jeremy Taggart. And now it's uh, for our, our in-studio guest. It's time for uh, Chris Jericho, wrestling legend. He's going to join the Canadian wall. Unbelievable. Let's in. welcome him in. Oh, I can't wait. This is yeah. huge. This is Should we open the door for him? Huh. Maybe. He might not know. Come on. Yes, Jericho. Yeah. Unbelievable. Woo. Good to meet you. Come How on. are you, my come friend? On, nice to see you. Come, come sit yeah. over here. So right in the middle there. We got a recent picture of you for the <laughs> Wall of Fame. Very recent picture go. here. He was telling me. He was telling me the guy uh, before I came in. He said, "You got to see this picture we got." <laughs> I'm like, "That's nothing, man. That's an oh, easy really? one." But let me see the wall. Uh, Leslie Nielsen, and I yeah. see John Candy, Martin Short, uh, Shania, Shania Gretzky, yeah. Yeah. Lanny, Lanny yeah. with the stash. It's a, it's a hell of a wall, man. Right. Trailer Park Boys. Of course, got to get them up there. They're getting huge right now. Pamela Anderson, pre-plastic uh, 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 surgery. Pre-everything, really. You, you it's heard a good the story wall. about Pamela Anderson, how she got discovered, right? Uh, yeah, she was on the uh, Tron at the Vancouver. Uh, Except everyone Lions in Canada game. knows the story. Course, I love man. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great story. Open up by giving me Canadian trivia about Pamela Anderson. I mean, that she's like the queen of Canada. So we're going to sign that for us, and then we're going to put it. Sure. You're going right here, center square. 
Nice. Right now yeah. you say that to everybody. When someone else comes in, you take him down and put him in the right hand. That's corner. correct. Boy, you're so smart. You got <laughs> Terry Fox too, man. That's yeah, right. right. There was a jingle when I was a kid in in, uh, in elementary schools. Run, Terry, run. <laughs> we know that you can make it. <laughs> so, uh, and, and for those people listening that don't that aren't from Canada, uh, Terry Fox was like this guy who had a leg cut off from cancer and then right. ran across Canada right. with like a, a, a prosthetic leg. And this yeah. is like 1979, so it's basically like a baseball bat with a shoe on it. Yeah, exactly. basically. Like he got it was, to Thunder Bay. Y- yeah. yeah. Oh, he got to Thunder Bay. Yeah, and, and made then it to Thunder Bay. And so, Thunder Bay from it. Toronto? Or? From the East from, Coast. Oh, from Maritime. Yeah, so okay. he was trying to make his way west. But got the, to Thunder Bay. That but was then it. the next guy came in, Steve, Steve Fonio, yes. who was like a Terry Fox disciple. And he That's actually right. made it all the way across, he did, right? He did. And he was full of rage, if I recall. He was but always Terry full of rage. Terry Fox also was. Because my dad took us. My mom was having a Tupperware party one night. Okay. That's so 70s. <laughs> and then after that, they went to the fondue party. Yeah, so, so and my then dad, the key party. So my yeah. dad had to clear the house out, so he brought uh, me and my uh, my brothers and my sister to the Terry Fox movie. And then we uh, discovered Terry Fox that, movie? Yeah, Terry Fox had a sailor mouth. He, there was a lot of swearing. Yeah, he was like, mouth. oh, geez. So who yeah. played Terry Fox? I have no idea. Was it an actual like docudrama or was it a documentary? It, it was, was it a it was CBC a, movie? It was, wow. a, it was in the theaters. It's... That's all I remember. I don't remember. Is it the theaters? We're, we're only in, like, you know, uh, Ajax, Ontario, maybe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's playing uh, in Etobicoke, exclusive so, engagement. So my kids upset me because um, I was reading uh, before I came here, and I, I saw that you liked Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. I yeah. have Ricky the Dragon. Remember the old rubber figurines, the ones right. that you- the King Kong Bundy one you could kill a human with. Yeah. I have it, but they, they seem to have misplaced it. I wanted to, to have it there. Oh, well. well what what was, would Chris have done if you thing. would have just put it there? Hilarity would have, I would have no. laughed so hard. No, not laugh. Woo! All right. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Um, I watched your, uh, your new uh, Comedy Central web series, Nothing to Report, today. First of all. Your name is Chance Blackstreet. Yeah, that's, like how that's like the best buddy cop name ever, that? right? That's unreal. It's really really cool. The guys that, um, that that wrote it came up with Chance Blackstreet and Moses Packard as the two cop names like five years ago, and they just based the whole series on the fact that we've got two cool names. Yeah. Now we have to do something with that's them. That's all you really need. It's, though. It's in, all in you really need. It's like any any soap opera. <laughs> you know, it's like every one of those names is like Montgomery and Madison, <laughs> and that right. could be a girl or a guy. That's right. Exactly. Either one. Think as long as you got the name, the rest shall follow. If you name it, they will come. And then Nick Mundy is your partner, and he's did he write the series? Chris? He wrote it with his uh, with his uh, two other dudes on his. They're called Team Tiger Awesome, which right. sounds like a kung fu movie sounds from weird. the '70s. But they wrote this series, nothing to report. They sold it to Comedy Central, and then Comedy Central said, "Hey." We know the guy that should play Chance Blackstreet, and when that guy wasn't available, they called me. So I uh, got some time off from the car wash where I was working and did the show, and it turned out great. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's been going really, really well. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm glad you dig it. And yeah. you just got announced as the host for a WWE... Uh, uh, for Tough Enough. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, uh, like it's something they've been doing for years, kind of like uh, an American Idol for, for wrestling. You know, where they kind of oh, go through the whole. Be, yeah, that's going to be it's like the ultimate fighter, like we do here on. Yeah, Fox exactly. The ultimate yeah. fighter. And yeah. if they're doing it differently this time, it's going to be kind of like the voice. So I'm now the Carson Daly of the WWE. Wait, so how will, how will Which, it is work? Is he Canadian? Exactly? Is Carson? No. He better, he better God, not be. If we would have deported him. Son of a bitch. We would have deported him. <laughs> <like that. laughs> 
But wait, so so wait, so how will when you say it's like the voice? What do you mean? You won't be able to see the wrestlers, and then and then you'll just no. Hear but them? isn't is it the voice where they have like uh, mentors? Yes, yes, yes. I've never yes. watched an episode of the voice. No, in my me life. neither. So I, I just know that they're having a host and they're having panelists, mentors. Oh, that that's are doing a good the idea. Training. So I think it's gonna be pretty that's cool. Actually, you, that's cool. Yeah, it's like a USA Network show. So um, all of this stuff like kind of went down today. And the funny thing is, we've been talking about doing this for for a while. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, well, you know, when will we announce this? And then I'm gonna do a big countdown. I'll do huge announcement. Five days, four days, three days. Uh, some dude tweeted Jericho's hosting. They let they put the press release today, <laughs> and I didn't know about it. Oh no! So everybody who thinks that oh my gosh everything is so planned out, it's like no, no, I didn't know. I had to pull over on the side of the road on like Pico and start tweeting like before I found out about it like on the rest of the of, on the gossip sheets. But so, wait, you knew you were hosting? I knew I was hosting. Yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. But when are we announcing this? Yeah. I like I like the pomp and circumstance Absolutely. of it, man. Yeah. You yeah. got to build to the anticipation of it. It's what I'm known for. And 100%. you want the big reveal. Well, exactly, the big reveal. You know, like kind of like... Move va- that bus. Yeah. <laughs> Move that bus. Like Vanna White comes and I have like the Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. She releases one letter every day. And after yeah. 15 days, you find out Jericho's the host. <sighs> Hallelujah. And everyone's just going crazy and babies are screaming and birds are chirping. <laughs> and instead, I had to pull over on the side of the road with people honking on at me. Pico. <laughs> I, like, I got a tweet. <laughs> Leave me alone. I got a tweet. I just stopped in the middle of the street and just put it in park. Really? People drive. Well, why not? Let's just say that I did. <laughs> well, I mean, well, how great would that be, you though? Know, and then you get out and everyone's like, holy <laughs> f- it's Jericho. Oh, wow. <laughs> And then, yeah. and then, never mind, never and then, mind. And then I get hit by a bus. Right. Like, oh, it's Jericho. <laughs> Boom, done. What a way to go out. Oh, for man, you. That, would be <laughs> that would be really weird. I, I but was cool. in Australia last year with, with, uh, with my band Fozzie. We were on tour, and a guy got eaten by a shark, like basically an hour uh, before we got there, right? And I was thinking, if you're going to die, like, what a warrior's yeah. way to die. Like, it'd be a horrible 30 seconds, horrible. but, like, how, how did how did Johnny die? He got eaten by a shark. Like, yeah. shut up. But no. you, wouldn't, you wouldn't have he any got eaten origin- by a freaking shark. But that wouldn't do you any good. You'd be dead. But yeah. but, but your legend would live on. Yeah, like, all the chicks that, that ignored you in college would feel really bad. <laughs> but it's like when their crocodile stu- hunter. When their stupid husbands die of, like, liver disease. But that crocodile hunter gets stupid stung husbands. by a stingray, and then everyone's like, oh, he's just a stupid fucking idiot. Well, he's yeah, what do you expect, right? But this yeah. guy's just swimming and gets pulled down by a shark, and That's it's like, true. wow. When he goes to heaven, like the gods of war will be going, Good job, dude. Nice work. That was great. I died from can, the hangnail. Jaws can we back you. it up to Fozzie named after Fozzie Bear? No, no. Just uh just a name, man. We we were we started as a as a cover band called Fozzie Osborne. And then uh, just dropped the Osborne and kept Fozzie. So in the fine tradition of names like Limp Biscuit and the Red Hot Chili Peppers and Def Leppard, uh, which are very strange names when you first hear them, then they just become your name. So You've done like Six, seven albums. You've done yeah. a lot of records. Yeah, yeah. Like we're, you guys actually get in and record and yeah, we're do we're going out on tour with Slash next week and we're going out Slash. Yeah, That's engineer, engineer Jim. Uh, tell him I said hi. Good I buddy. will for sure. Yeah. I love this guy by the way. The, the engineer. He's just laughing at everything. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> favorite guy. He's laughing right oh. at that. He's the best. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but we're going out. We're going out with Kiss in October, so we're getting some pretty good tours lined up. Um, and that's just from from doing it. And uh, I think sometimes, like anything, when you're when you're from a certain genre, like let's say from wrestling, and oh, you have nothing to report. What Jericho's doing comedy now? Oh, Jericho's in a band. Oh, but you just have to you just have to believe in what you're doing. When people see it and go, wow, that's actually really good. I've made a career off of low expectations. Right. So right. I so appreciate have we. that. Yeah. So exactly. I think that's what we all have. That's in why common. we're in this room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. yes, you know that's. So <laughs> did you start a band because you like? Hearing the reaction of a crowd because when you enter the ring, place goes nuts. Do you no, want to stay on stage to hear that? When uh, I when I was crowd? a kid, where, where did you grow up? Peterborough, Ontario. Peterborough, you? Uh, Athabasca, Alberta. 
Okay, so I'm. Uh, this is a pretty good uh, cross Canada. We're connection. getting across the country. I'm here. Winnipeg, the Manitoba, right? Yeah, so yeah. Got West, Central, and Eastern. So growing up in Winnipeg, when I was a kid, I decided that I wanted to be in a rock band and I wanted to be a wrestler. So when you're saying that when you're 12 years old, everybody's laughing at you. Like, come on! Like I read Arnold Schwarzenegger's autobiography, and he wanted to be the best bodybuilder in the world and the biggest movie star in the world. And he's telling his, you know, his people in in, in the village he grew up, and people are laughing. Same thing with me. In the village I grew up called Winnipeg. <laughs> so, um, it's a village. but that's, I, I, I never really saw why I, I shouldn't go for both. I love right. music. I love wrestling. Well, you'll never do that. Well, why not? I'll just give it a try and just not give up and not listen to people say you can't do something because those people all suck anyways, because they probably failed at their own stuff. And as a result, here we are all these years later and I did both. So, um, there is a little bit of a, of a connection between wrestling and, and, and rock and roll. They're both very much uh, hinging on the crowd. It's very high energy, very aggressive, uh, but very much uh, uh, hinging on the crowd participation. If you have a great show, uh, a great crowd, that always leads to a great show. But the other thing is, like, you work like uh, you obviously love Stampede Wrestling, like we all did growing up in Canada. You love Stampede. You, if you, you grew up in Alberta and Winnipeg, that's right. Because you started in Stampede Wrestling. Well, I started in the in the remnants of Stampede yeah. Wrestling. It, right. it, it had folded about six left? months. Uh, before I got there, but basically I did start in, in Calgary. But you're in, Calgary in the area. van, you're going from small town yeah. to small town. You're working it, and mm-hmm. then you're in Japan, and you're in right. Europe. Like you, it didn't just happen overnight. No, no, for you, you. you got to work your way up the ladder. And yeah. anything that you do, same in wrestling, I did it. In in music, I did it with my podcast, with you know, with with the acting stuff, nothing to report type things. You have to you have to know that not everybody's going to be Ashton Kutcher and get that '70s show on your very first audition. I was going to oh, I see. That At first, I was like, I thought that was your acting role model. I was like, I feel like you got to aim higher. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, that guy's probably made more money than ninety nine percent of Hollywood oh, with for two sure. shows, right? right? But yeah, the the legend is he came in in his very first audition. He gets this big network show that doesn't happen too often. And if you don't have that happen, you don't get discouraged. You do have to work your way up the ladder in anything that you do, and that's fine. I've done it. Every single thing I've ever set my mind on, I've worked my way up the ladder. So people who say you can't do something, it makes me laugh because I've done it so many times. Why would you ever bet against me, right? I agree. You stupid idiots. Yeah, so morons. When you started in wrestling, and you, you've probably been to every gymnasium, every school gymnasium across Western Canada, what was the smallest crowd that smallest you ever Smallest crowd I ever performed in front of was in Rimby, Alberta. Ooh, okay, Rimby. and there was seven people there. <laughs> seven? Yes, and it was at a, a college where they were having the college uh, homecoming beer bash on the same night. So who the hell booked Mm. a wrestling show in a college where they're having the homecoming beer bash? So the beer bash had like 3,000 people, and we had seven. (laughs) So does the promoter even get like five bucks? You just just bring all seven into the ring and have a Royal Rumble. Yeah, exactly. But it's the worst because it's like Spinal Tap. You can see guys just sitting there with their their chins on their fists with the... Pointing their thumbs down like this is brutal. Like I've wrestled in front of and I've played in front of seventy thousand people. It's way easier to play in front of that many people than it is to play in front of seven. Yeah. And now you're about to, in addition to hosting, you're also going back to the WWE. You're doing some live events, right? I came up with this idea about a year ago. It's like 
a lot of guys like, let's say, Brock Lesnar or The Rock, they'll come back and just do TV. Right. And I was like, TV's where all the stress is and where all the politics are. What if I just came back and just did house shows, live events? And they're like, sure, we'd love to have you. And that's like eating your cake and, and what is it? Eating your cake and eat? Having, was, having cake. your cake and eating it. Eating my cake and eating it, too. Yeah, eating your but, cake. I mean, it's it's really fun because there's no pressure. You just go out there and do what you want. You take the time that you want. The crowd is always uh, great. You can have uh, fun, have great matches. So I, I've been able to fool them into letting me do this. And if I never do TV again, I wouldn't care. Right. I just Because it's like, it's like a well, rock tour. When you tour. say it's like stressful, but you've done it so many times, is it is it more just people are trying to overproduce you? when it comes to the but, TV yeah, side of well, it? That, that's a good way of putting it, yeah. overproducing, thinking right. too much. Right. You know what I mean? Time constraints and worrying about what's going to happen with this and what do this. And I get it. That's that's TV. You know, millions of people are seeing it. When you go do a live event in, you know, Peterborough, Ontario, and there's 5,000 oh. people there, they have the time of their lives and you, you know, you, you, you get in the car and drive to the next town and, right. and fly home. You know, everyone else is like, we have to go to TV tomorrow and you get to go home. Why we hate you? Yeah. We get this gig. So that's just because uh, I've been doing it for so long. I, I was at a, uh, uh, at a event in Peterborough, uh, uh, Ricky the Dragon was on the car. Ah, there um, is again. Yeah, um, Coco, Coco, <laughs> beware! Um, but I was baffled that with no cameras uh, in attendance, um, no belts changed hands. Ricky the Dragon, he went in with his intercontinental belt. He, he still left <laughs> well, with it. I thought for sure it was just better than Coco. I beware. thought it was going to change hands. When I was, when, was, when I was like sixteen or seventeen, I used to hang out uh, at Gold's Gym in Winnipeg, where all the wrestlers would go. And I would go uh, and watch them work out, but I'd only talk to the smaller guys because I was really intimidated by them, like Warlord and Ultimate Warrior and all these giants. So I would always talk to Coco Beware because he was about the same height as I was. And he uh, he was working the Warlord, who was about 350 pounds. <laughs> Coco was a stubby little short guy, probably about 220 maybe. And the, uh, I asked him, I'm like, hey, Coco, you know, how are you going to beat the Warlord? You know, he's so big. And he's like, well, I just got to, you know, dip, duck, and dodge, and I'll do my best. I'm like, oh, but, but you're, you're a pretty big guy. How do you get so big? He goes, you just got to drink a lot of beer. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, hey, do you know where I can get some cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, uh let me go talk to my 16-year-old connections. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And see, I'm not even. I, I think I've seen it once on TV, so <laughs> yeah, I'll see right. what I can do. And then later that night, I guess the his bags got lost. So he had no bird. He had no tights. He was wearing oh, yeah. dress pants and <laughs> dress <laughs> shoes. And uh, and he got he got beaten by the warlord in about three minutes. And I was like, man, I guess he didn't duck, dodge, and dive the way well, he should have. He didn't find that or, cocaine. That's maybe what he wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I always remember Coco. It would be like he'd beat the preliminary guys, but then Saturday yeah. night's main event would come along. He'd be the first guy up, and I'd be like, oh, Coco's going to exactly, lose. Man, Coco's going to lose. Need, he needed one. a bump. That's yeah. why. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Poor guy. I think I, I wrote about that in my first book, and they made me edit it out because they said I could get sued. So hopefully I don't get sued for saying it here. <laughs> you know, yeah. no one has I'm not talking sued. about the Coco be where everyone knows. It's another guy. That's Coco right. Beware. It's a different guy from yeah. the peg. Yeah. He's yeah, from exactly. yeah, 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 something yeah. like that. Coco was short for Corey, which is every guy in Canada is named Corey. Back to your uh, early roots, and I bring this up because... <laughs> you're trying to, you're like a, you should be a stripper guide the way you're taking us through this, because we're off in freaking Cleveland right now. I keep it on the rails. <laughs> Did you ever wrestle the Cuban assassin? Uh, no, I never did. I never wrestled him, but the because he was still going, like he was like seventy last time I saw him. I got stories about everyone though. If I and if I'm not telling, I'll make them up. But the <laughs> thing that I always heard about the Cuban assassin is he had this really long beard, and the rumor that I always heard his name was Angel that he kept a big butcher knife 
under his chin and he would push it close to it. He would hold on to it between his chin and his chest and no one could see because he had this giant beard. So never get in a fight. They said, don't ever get in a fight with Cuban. Why? Because he's always uh, holding a knife. <laughs> <in> his, <laughs> what? what the hell? Can, how does he do that? that like, no, you never know. That's the very right? definition of a foreign object. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, well, I don't want to try it, but I, he must have some problems with his neck muscles. He's always looking down. <laughs> so that was the rumor that he would stab you if you if you mess with him. Um, your wow. podcast is Talk is Jericho. You had Stephanie McMahon on recently. Is that uh, weird having the boss's daughter on? Yeah, I know she's like running the show too. She but. was on. I was do. I did a couple specials for the WWE Network live with Chris Jericho. Um, yeah, it was great, man. I mean, there's a little bit of pressure. Obviously, it's the boss's daughter, but yeah. I run my shows like we're running ours. It's just a conversation, so just have fun. And she was. I think she was pretty nervous. You know, really? Well, because I think a lot of times people think podcast is going to be an interrogation, right? And and some fans are like, yeah, you don't ask the hard hitting questions. I'm like, when did this become like the trials of Nuremberg? Yeah, it's a conversation, man. You know, I'm Johnny Carson, not Baba Wall. But everyone probably wants her to say. About dad or, or well, her but brother. You do, or her, I, you do ask right? questions, but, yeah. you know, but why would you, like, I don't understand people who have their guests on and want to embarrass them or want to make them feel uncomfortable. That's not cool. It's, it's more fun to just talk, man. We, we just make ourselves uncomfortable. Well, yeah, make us, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> He's going to be a I do that to you. a lot of people. I don't know why. Yeah, join the club. <laughs> Before we let you go, uh, can we go rapid fire? Oh, questions? sure. Absolutely, man. Um, your favorite guy to step into the ring with? Uh, Shawn Michaels. The biggest jackass? Um, hmm. I don't know, man. Everyone's been pretty cool. I'll, I'll come back to that one. Let me think of I can think of a jackass. Best city to go to? Chicago, uh, as far as a crowd. Tokyo, uh, Japan as well. Are they nuts there? Not so much nuts, but they're very uh, they're studious. They watch the matches. They show up with uh, suits and ties on. They're very knowledgeable of what's going on. If I if I give you an arm ringer, uh, they'll they'll clap. Wow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's like that's all I gotta yeah. do. Arm ringer, arm ringers for everyone. Uh, worst you ever hurt in the ring and still continued. Um, I broke my arm practicing before a match back in 94 in Knoxville, Tennessee. You can see the scar there. I got a steel oh, plate wow. put in there. And uh, it was a big match that uh, was sold out, and it was um, for Smoky Mountain Wrestling, so it was like the big show of the year. And I went to the hospital, and they said, you need surgery. I said, well, I have to go back to this uh, wrestling show and just sit in the front row and wave to the fans. I'm like, okay, but you don't do anything physical, and come back tomorrow for surgery. And, of course, I went in the ring and wrestled. Uh, had a match with a little soft cast on, and it was like really crazy um and the next day i went and got surgery and put the plate in there and the funny thing was it was in knoxville tennessee and i hadn't met any hot girls that whole summer and that night one of my broken arm i met two chicks that looked like daisy duke wow and they're like you got to come with us today and come to the bar i'm like i can't i have to get <laughs> surgery tomorrow so i gotta go to bed early thanks a lot stupid knoxville and your first moment in the ring where you you said okay i've made it i can never top this feeling um Dude, it, it, it always continued. The first time I ever had a match in Pinoca, Alberta, it was like, Pinoca. I felt like this is the is at the Pinoca Moose Hall in front of probably 100 people. You know, so, I mean, it, it, first time in Japan, first time in WWE, first time at WrestleMania. Uh, it, it, I think anytime you're a professional and you get to a certain level, you're like, 
okay, well, let's get to the next one, and let's get to the next one, and let's get to the next one, and go from there. So, um, biggest jackass? I don't know uh, if he's a jackass, but uh, superstar Billy Graham and I don't oh, get along. Very really? Well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's too bad. So, I mean, the th- superstar. I'm, see, I'm giving you some dirt. I could yeah, I, I, like I could have went Switzerland there and been neutral, but instead I said, you know, superstar Billy superstar Graham. Superstar Billy Graham. Absolutely. Just yeah, too yeah. full of himself. To well, it I feels, don't know. feels I, like I, the young guys got to respect. I'm not sure. Him. You could probably Google Billy Graham, Chris Jericho, and I think he said he's going to cut my tongue out and <laughs> dance on my uh, skull in hell, something along those lines. Meanwhile, he can't even get out of a chair. I was just going to so say, right. you can't even yeah. move at this point. Yeah, it's, it's actually pretty funny, just like uh, Nothing to Report is very funny, <laughs> on ComedyCentral.com. <laughs> what a beautiful segue. Yeah. One what of the a beautiful funniest segue. things you've ever seen in your life, and if you don't think so, I will give you your money back. That's guaranteed. I love that. Cam, we'll get you to sign that before How was go? that segue? Yeah. That was amazing. Awesome. That was a lot better I, than Dan's segues. Yeah. <laughs> Mine are horrible. <laughs> so before you leave, you can sign that. You'll be joining uh, Martin Short, um, Jason Priestley's signed it. Mike in Myers. Person. You know, we had a big. Uh, a no, big... but these are the ones that have signed it in person. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Jonah Carey we... uh, was in person. I like the old Wayne Gretzky. Uh, late 70s <laughs> rush where Alex Lifeson has a perm. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's Kids a good in one. the Hall is he a good one. He just said he's not. This tour that's coming up is their last tour. They rush. said their last really? big yeah. long tour. And hey, yeah. Winnipeg. Sucks. Guess who? Guess yeah. who? Burton Cummings. I was voted the sexiest man in Manitoba in the year 2000, and the number two runner up was Burton Cummings, <laughs> who was probably 70 at the time. So there you go. That's the that's Still the choice. Still looks pretty good, though. He sings great, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. I didn't know she was Canadian, Rachel McAdams. Yeah. yeah. We got the creepiest young yeah, picture we could get ever. Exactly. We really wanted to creep everyone is. out. Who's yeah. is that? Jake Gyllenhaal? No, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. That's Gosling. He's Canadian? Yeah, bud. Is that Joan Jett? <laughs> no, that's Tegan, no, Tegan and, Sarah. and Sarah. Oh, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget. You remember Monty Hall? Of course, man. That's not Monty Hall. That's Rich, Rich Little. Little. Sorry. Yeah, Little. Is Monty Hall Canadian? <laughs> I think he might be. That's yeah, Monty Hall. Let's look that up. I that's, think he is. That's Rich Little impersonating Monty Hall. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, Monty Hall, I believe, is from Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. I think Canada. he might be right, Chris. We're getting wow. some... Uh, Don't forget Iron Mike Sharp, either. Iron Mike how, Sharp. Hey, Canada's greatest athlete. How often do you get back to the peg, Chris? <laughs> I go up there um, well, once or twice a year. My dad yeah? still lives up there. My kids like playing in the snow, so I'll go up there. If we have shows, we go up I'm there. I'm glad you brought... He, he played 700 games in the NHL. Yeah, yeah, he did, man. Yeah, That's absolutely. Crazy. Saint, he was on the very first uh, LA Kings. Then he did Rangers for five years. Then the Blues. That's did he win so a cup? Nuts. No, he lo- they lost to Boston in '72 or '71, and this guy right there killed him, Bobby Orr. Yeah, yeah. They lost in Game Six of the Stanley Cup Finals, and he'll never touch the Stanley Cup. He refuses. My dad. Really? He said he had his chance and he didn't get it. So the true Gotta old school is, yeah, you yeah. don't touch it. I, like, I, like Dad, I saw the cop. I held it over my head. He's like, good for you. I didn't touch it. <laughs> uh, we're going to wrap things up. And actually, I'm in Winnipeg this weekend yeah. for the Hockey Manitoba 100th anniversary. I'll be hosting. Nice. Jay's going to be live via satellite on Saturday. Get your tickets and uh, it's going to be a lot How much of fun. are tickets? I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I'm sure they're a bargain. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah 10 bucks. Yeah. So uh, thanks for tuning in to uh, the podcast. You can uh, visit us on Twitter, Jay and Dan Pod. Uh, visit the website jandan.com and uh, thank you for emails. Make sure you send us to, uh, we like reading them and uh, we uh, we like getting your suggestions. Monty Hall for... is from Winnipeg. There it yes! is. What? Jericho. Yeah. I knew it. I knew nice it. work, pal. Monty Hall, Chris Jericho, Burt Cummings, and Neil Young. That's a fearsome foursome. <laughs> That's the, four, the new four horsemen. <laughs> the right four there. pegsmen. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Still can't believe the Cuban assassin kept a knife under his neck. That's the rumor. Don't what ever challenge that? him. Just last week I helped a friend Record her Tough Enough audition. It aired on Raw on Monday. Nice. No way. Very excited. Yes. There you go. She's very pumped. There. Oh, is she ever. She's a hot one, too. <laughs> yeah. I'll keep, I'll keep an a, eye out for her. You got a sweet gig coming I'll try up, and Danielle. Help her along. Yeah, no That's kidding. That's going to be fun. And make sure you subscribe on iTunes and rate it. And buy all their merch. Yeah. Seriously, buy our f-
merch. <laughs> I didn't know we could swear. Got a coat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's brought to you by the broadcast brought to you by Fox Sports Live. Don't forget to watch our television show, which is the reason we got to come down here to the United States. It's on Fox Sports 1 every night at 11 Eastern, Fox Sports Live. Those of you in Canada still can't see it. Periscope. We're still working on Periscope. it. Periscope, yeah. We yeah. Periscope every night at 11 Eastern. That's All right, wrap point. it up, guys. Enough. All right, thanks for, <laughs> thanks for watching. <laughs> thanks, everybody. Elvis has just left the building. So long, my time here is up. They're going home.